Welcome back to the Everything Ema Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. I am your host, Joe Tillery, and it is a beautiful day outside. It is a sunny, shiny, 58 degrees here in Manhattan, Kansas, and it's one of the best days I've had as a sports fan, as a person, in a long, long time. To start things off, your Kansas State Wildcats across both basketball and football have been killing it lately. K-State football is headed officially to the Big 12 championship game against TCU this coming weekend, December 3rd, here down in Dallas-Fort Worth, while your Kansas State basketball team is currently 6-0 and leading the Big 12. Just tossing that out there, leading the Big 12 and the reigning Cayman Island Classic champions. K-State went on a run and beat LSU, beat Nevada, both good teams. I don't think many people thought we'd beat in the past. It's a great day to be a Wildcat. Thanks for joining us today. And since it's the hot topic lately, let's talk about those K-State football Wildcats. Will Howard and the boys have been moving on a journey. They are currently the Blues Brothers on a mission from God, and everything is pointed towards a Big 12 championship. The only roadblock we have left, getting through Max Dugan and the TCU Horn Frogs. TCU has kind of been the kryptonite for a lot of Big 12 teams this year. Obviously, they're undefeated, but it doesn't come by much, man. K-State's team was not down and out playing them. It wasn't some blowout. It gave a lot of reasons to be positive, and I am so happy with where our team is right now. Will Howard's got a couple more games in him. He's got some actual starter experience now. Sitting up, getting that confidence built up is huge for him. And I want to say, I am so freaking pumped. K-State's headed that way and beat the Jayhawks en route to Dallas-Fort Worth. There was a lot of talk, a lot of talk to start the season off. Hey, KU, Kansas, the Jayhawks, those guys are coming. Hey, they're really good. 6-0, 5-0, 5-0 team to start off. That team in Lawrence might just have K-State's number this year. 14 years, 14 consecutive years, possession bases off of a 15-year possession window. If you've owned something for 15 years, it is most likely legally yours. K-State is about to legally own the matchup. Does that shock anybody? Does it shock anybody that Deuce Vaughn put on one of his best performances in what could have been his last home game as a Kansas State Wildcat? Does that shock anybody? Will Howard and the boys stepping up, answering the call. Chris Kleiman, thrilled, even said before the game, hey, I don't want Baylor to win this game today. It'd be nice to get us up there, but I tell you what, I don't want our guys to have a day off. We need to earn this. This is our opportunity. We don't want to be put in the Big 12 championship on some technicality. We have to show up and outperform the Kansas Jayhawks, and that is exactly what happened. Through the wind and the rain, the 53,000 strong faithful K-State fans all stayed It was pretty much unanimous K-State in that stadium. I saw a couple of people walking through and very shortly after saw them headed for the stands. It was a great day to be a Wildcat. It's a great year to be a Wildcat. It's a great life to be a Wildcat. Let's understand this. K-State is currently in a spot where Chris Kleiman is proving that you don't have to be Bill Snyder to win. Bill Snyder isn't the only coach that can win for K-State. Chris Kleiman is showing the world. Jerome Tang is showing that it doesn't matter. None of these rankings matter. TCU is projected to finish 10th in the Big 12 this year. K-State 6th. Those are your two Big 12 championship teams. Nothing from Oklahoma. Nothing from OSU. Nothing from the big dog programs. Texas, you had an okay run. Baylor, you showed up at times. Even West Virginia did some stuff that nobody expected. This team, this K-State team, is set up to not only go on a run this year, As we've already seen, it is set up to have a bright future. Will Howard looks like the best quarterback in the Big 12. I don't know that I can definitively say someone's better. Max Dugan, it's going to be a good matchup. Will Howard 
Looks like a Heisman candidate if he plays the full season for K-State. And I'm not trying to say Adrian Martinez didn't deserve the praise he got, because he did. But Will Howardson stepping in has delivered, has balled out. He's a big dude. He's 6'4", 230. You got Ben Roethlisberger. You got a human fridge playing quarterback. That is a big dude. Oh, he also has a great arm, one of the best arm talents I've seen in a long time. Accuracy, confidence, all possesses all of it. He possesses every intangible that you'd want a quarterback to have. He's already got all the hard times out of him through last year, stepping in for Skylar Thompson. This is Will's moment. This is Will's team. And did I mention, did I mention something? Will Howard is only a junior. Will Howard is only a junior. He's young. We still get a whole nother year of Will. And if you go on the Skylar Thompson scale, we got a whole nother four years of Will Howard. Give me like three redshirt seasons and another COVID year. We'll be all right. Will Howard is proving that he deserves a shot to lead this team. For the foreseeable future, especially with Avery Johnson coming in, and you got young guys who are learning from the people in the right positions. Will Howard has said nothing but respect for Adrian Martinez. said, this is the guy who put me here. Will Howard can be that same guy for Avery Johnson. A top 10 player in the nation, Avery Johnson. A kid who threw for 700 passing yards against Derby. A really, really good Kansas high school football team. Guy had 700 all-purpose yards in that game. There's something in the air. I've been saying it. There's been something in the air this season. Everybody's had a shot to prove it, and it all comes down to this weekend. A rematch. The two purple teams, the big heavyweights in the Big 12 this year. The Kansas State Wildcats, TCU Horned Frogs. Who is going to win? I saw the line sitting there at Bramlage when they were selling tickets. Sold out. Stretched around the parking lot. They had to open up another 500 additional student tickets. K-State travels in numbers to Dallas. I don't know what there is to say. K-State not only gets to play spoiler and ruin TCU's chances of getting to the college football playoff, but then go on a Sugar Bowl win? K-State deserves this. This has been a great team, and I want to take a direct shot. How about ESPN re-upping and disrespecting the Big 12 championship? I don't know if you saw this. ESPN first take. Don't ask Paul Feinbaum. Don't ask any arrogant individuals like Paul Feinbaum to talk about the Big 12. For those of you who didn't see it, Paul Feinbaum sat down on ESPN first take with Stephen A. Smith to talk a little bit about the college football playoffs. And in this, he said one of the most disrespectful things to the Big 12 Conference in a long time. As well as putting down TCU, putting down K-State, guy goes, none of us will be watching the game very closely when talking about the Big 12 championship. Are you kidding me? The arrogance, the SEC bias, the bias for every other concept. LSU takes a huge loss. TCU with a big win. There's a reason People don't tolerate the biases in college media, college sports. Nobody likes seeing comments like this. I guarantee right now that the Big 12 championship game will be one of the top three games top three games shown this weekend. Guaranteed. Everybody wants to see this K-State team. Everybody wants to see TCU complete the undefeated season. Get to the college football playoffs. Get a chance to shine. If TCU is snubbed in the off chance that they beat K-State, in the chance they beat K-State and continue on to the college football playoffs. Somebody needs to answer why TCU misses the college football playoffs. There's no hope. There's no hope for anybody. Why is that bias institutionalized across college sports? 
it continues to blow my mind. That being said, if you don't like listening to idiots talk about college football, I will be watching it. I'll be watching this game very closely. I will be watching so closely. My eyes will be extra glued to the TV because of this comment. None of us will be watching the Big 12 championship very close. All right. Okay. If that's how you feel, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens this game. I fully believe it's going to be an incredible game, and I am so excited. The storylines in this are massive, regardless of which way the game goes. Obviously, I want to see the Cats win another Big 12 championship. First time since Colin Klein and the boys won in 2012-2013 season. Colin Klein's coming back as the offensive coordinator here. First season as the offensive coordinator for K-State, and you're taking the team to the Big 12 championship, the place where you were the last quarterback to win it. You've got backup quarterback Will Howard slinging it all around the yard. Guy looks like a stud. You've got Deuce Vaughn, who's proving he's continually been one of the best players in the entire nation every single week. TCU, you've got an undefeated team that nobody believed in, and people are still doubting. People still want to talk about how underwhelming this TCU team is. They are a great team. They have beaten so many good teams, especially in the Big 12. That's not an easy task. I am thrilled to watch the outcome of this game, and I genuinely believe that your Kansas State Wildcats, after this weekend, will be Big 12 champions again. It's going to be an amazing game, and I'm so excited. In this game, there's a new key, couple of key injuries that we're missing out. Kobe Savage, obviously done for the year. Sincere Mason, obviously done for the year. There's a couple of guys that are out that K-State did have in that last game. But this time, we know for a fact going in, Will Howard's a starting quarterback. There's not any of that overlap of, oh no, Adrian's hurt, what do we do? There's no questioning what this team's here to do. The defense last game, zero sacks. Let's toss it up there. Last game against TCU, zero sacks from Khalid Duke, from Felix Anudike Uzama, from these D linemen that are studs for K-State. Daniel Green, the linebacker core. Austin Moore has been playing great football. Nothing. No pressure. That's not Kansas State. Kansas State is the team that is going to compete for the entire duration of the game, regardless of the odds. I like K-State a lot in this game. And I am planting my flag that K-State will be crowned the best team in Big 12 football this season, regardless of TCU's record. I fully believe K-State wins this weekend. Do you want a little extra backup to support that? I've got some backup to give you. Let's take a look at the betting line this weekend. I don't think it's any surprise when I say TCU's the favorite. Does that shock anybody? No. If you haven't looked at the line, give me a guess. Seven points? Five points? How about TCU minus two and a half? Less than a field goal in this game. There are teams, there are writers, there are people in decision-making spots. There are people all around the country that are putting their faith in K-State. K-State is such a talented team, and I can't wait to see these two clash. From the ground up, this is a massive game for the program. For both schools, both schools are getting national media. Big-time recruits saying, oh my gosh, Kansas State, Chris Kleiman's been there? He was the guy that coached at North Dakota State, did uh, really good things with Carson Wentz and the rest of the boys. He's in K-State? He's in Manhattan? Avery Johnson's committing there? Will Howard, a kid who was a backup to start the season, is now going and playing at Heisman-level football? He did that with that? Maybe I should go there. Maybe I should consider opening up my transfer. Let me, Andrew, let me, let me just take a look at the transfer portal and see what's going on. You know, I was thinking about going to Colorado. I was thinking about going to Notre Dame, but then again, it was the best college visit I had. The, the Manhattan environment, everyone loved me. Everyone loved my family. Something about Manhattan. Things are starting to change. It is a bright future and a great day to be a Wildcat. Now, 
Let's talk about some college basketball. I've probably chewed your ear off enough about the college football game this weekend. They do take on TCU this they take on TCU this Saturday at 11. It's going to be an awesome game, and I can't wait to see the outcome. Let's transition a little bit to K-State basketball. I'm not taking my foot off the gas pedal. K-State basketball was expected to be trash, to be garbage, to be the rejects of the Big 12. Guys who played JV basketball and hoped for the opportunity to ever get to varsity. That's what K-State's going to look like. A bunch of 16-year-old guys running around not knowing what they're doing. Jerome Tang, you think he's going to succeed over there? It's his first year. It's a rebuild. What are you doing? It's a rebuild. You think they're going to beat LSU? You think they're going to beat Nevada? No way. They might lose to Pitt State again. They might lose to University of Texas Rio Grande. Wait a minute. They got that kid Keontae Johnson, that that really athletic guy? Guy from Florida? First team All-SEC player? He's there? Marquise Noel? He stayed there? He didn't transfer away? The toughest kid I saw in the entire Big 12? Offensively, defensively, that kid making plays? He's there? Hold on, hold on. Who's this Naquan Tomlin kid? Why is he on SportsCenter Top 10 every week? Who are these shooters? How come there's so many good guys? How many people are competing? 6-0. 6-0. Look at the track record. Two games have gone to overtime. K-State has won them both. In the past, K-State's been a start hot, don't stay hot. Start hot, see what happens, get up by 20, start to let somebody back in. Let the teams slowly claw their way back in. Not under Jerome Tang. We are beating teams that are better than us on paper. We're running down LSU and holding them to nine points in the back 10 minutes. Ten points in the back 10 minutes of that game. LSU, who has a real chance to be a talented team this year, lost to Kansas State because of Marquise Noel, Keontae Johnson, Desi Sills, guys that are competing off the bench, grabbing boards, making big-time plays when they need to. Every single person on this team can compete. I am thrilled with the roster breakdown. Looking at each guy, we have some athletes all around. Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson are looking like first-team All-Big 12 players. I know, I know. There's a kid, Jalen Wilson, in Lawrence. I know he's pretty good. Keontae looks like an even pair. Don't shoot the messenger for saying that, but look at the stats. Look at the teams they've played. I understand Kansas did beat, beat Duke. They were without their coach. I'm not trying to say we're better than KU, but you can't tell me that this team doesn't have a chance. Currently leading the Big 12, we're six games in. I know, I know the strength of schedule hasn't been impressive. But look at that Big 12. Tell me where you thought K-State to rank. They, tell me where you thought K-State was going to finish the season. Eighth at best? If Jerome Tang succeeds seventh seventh in the Big 12? Somewhere, somewhere definitely, definitely below Oklahoma, definitely below West Virginia, OSU, Baylor. Just maybe ahead of, maybe TCU, maybe Iowa State. How about 6-0 Kansas State? How about those guys wearing purple? I know Texas is undefeated. They're going to be a good team. West Virginia is going to be a great team, 6-1. KU, obviously, we know what we're getting. OU, Baylor, TCU. There's some good teams here. But those guys from, from Manhattan? They ought to go 2-4 and four to start the season. 3-3 three and three at best if Jerome Tang succeeds. There's no shot they beat LSU. No shot they beat Nevada. Check the stat record. Check the billboard. This team is something special, and I think it starts with Jerome Tang. Look at all the coaches in the Big 12. Kansas struggled big time without Bill Self. That's not some hot take. But we know the value of each coach. And I think K-State fans are starting to see the value immediately of Jerome Tang. The ones that have called for Bruce Weber over the last couple of months. The ones that called Bruce Weber for the last years. 
When there's that train that grows every year for the past five years to fire Bruce Weber and Jerome Tang, everybody's on the bandwagon immediately. Gene Taylor might go down as the greatest athletic director in K-State history. So you're responsible for replacing Bill Snyder with a coach who doesn't have any time to struggle. Guy has to immediately be successful. You found that. Chris Kleiman, okay. Bruce Weber, who won a Big 12 championship, put together a great team, went on an Elite 8 run. You got to replace that guy? Jerome Tang. Things in Manhattan are bright. It's a great day. K-State has a match this weekend with none other than Wichita State. How about a little Kansas rivalry? I am thrilled to watch it. The Octagon of Doom is shaking. Sandstorm is back on the speakers. If you're a fan of Wabashing, if you're a fan of Willie the Wildcat, if you're a fan of the KSU Chance, this is your time. Claim that superiority. Tag a couple of people on Twitter. Start a Twitter beef with some KU fans. Basketball school? Is that what we are? I think there's a lot to be thankful for. And the past weekend was Thanksgiving. I reflected heavily on some of the bad times we saw with K-State. Some of the teams where you look at it and you're like, all right, I get Nigel Pack and put up 30 and we still lose by 24. Mike McGirl's our best player right now. What are we doing? What's the recruiting? What's happening? Jerome Tang jumps on a plane, lands at K-State wearing lavender. We have three of the top recruits in the nation all coming to K-State. Three of the highest recruits in the last couple of years. We've got guys on SportsCenter Top 10 throwing down lobs on other people's heads. K-State is a different team than when your dad was here. It was a different team than when your older brother was here, when your cousin, your uncle, anybody was here. Open your eyes and adjust to the future. Because the Cats are here and they are ready to play. I am so excited to take you on this journey every step of the way because I'm loving it myself. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Everything Ema podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Once again, I'm your host, Joe Tillery, and I want to say we are in the middle of one of the greatest times to be alive as K-State fans. This is the time to look around. This is the time to soak it in because you're not going to have this every year. This might not be the norm. But it's something we're experiencing daily right now, and I am so grateful to be a part of it, and you should be too. Tell anyone you know deciding where to go to college, take a look at K-State. The family aspect, the teams we have going, everything going in Manhattan, it's a great day to be a Wildcat. Thank you so much for listening.